This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Years back, I had a huge turning point in my spiritual journey. I had been attending all kinds of leadership, self-development, self-improvement, spiritual seeking, different programs, but yet something was missing. I realized that I knew kind of what I should do to have success in my personal and professional life. I knew what it would take to, you know, get my mind right and think right and everything else. But the problem was I wasn't able to. Knowing the truth and living the truth are two very different things. And it set me on this next chapter in my spiritual journey of seeking what is that? And I stumbled into really diving deep into subconscious reprogramming, seeking truth and and reading about the different modalities and trying different processes out and really coming to realize that There was one huge key missing piece for me in the entire spiritual realm. I would witness myself. I would witness other people. I would see people that would be very spiritually advanced. They'd have out-of-body processes, but yet they couldn't be in the same room with their mother. They'd get triggered or they'd be in relationship and they'd turn into, you know, crazy people with one text but then they were all zenned out in the next minute in their spiritual work. And I thought there's something missing here, right? I would look, take a look at the world and I would ask myself, what causes all this? What's causing the anxiety? What's causing people to feel hopeless or sad or know what they should do in their personal professional life, but not be able to do it? What was holding people back from knowing the food that they you know, probably should put into their body, but they were choosing to put different things or why they were choosing partners in their relationships that were turning into dysfunction or codependency and things like that. I began to seek and seek and seek and become obsessed with what was causing addiction, what was causing all these things. And what I found blew my mind that there was one key factor that was really unlocking what I'd learned in the secret, what I'd learned in all the self-development empowerment stuff. And it was trauma, trauma. I thought, wow, isn't trauma like only for people that have gone through war? Isn't trauma something that is only for extreme cases? And what I found was absolutely not. If you're a human being, you've had trauma because it's an emotional trauma And I realized and came to conclusion that our subconscious mind is programmed through frequency and vibration. And how do we have frequency and vibration? We have it by the meaning that we put on what happens or does not happen. And that instantaneously, obviously, creates a thought, an emotion, a feeling, and and actually informs our subconscious mind, right? So today. I am so incredibly honored to begin a series on the E4 trauma method. I would say that out of all the work that we produce, that I produce and that we produce through New Thought Global and Society, that E4 trauma method has been the number one modality 
that is transformed and that the our community raves about the most. And I always say that the universe is speaking and giving us feedback all the time. And I knew E4 trauma method was a really big deal, but I had no idea until it was the feedback from you know, all the people in society and the thousands of people that I train around the globe in different in different communities and things, and the hundreds of thousands of people that we touch, um, you know, through different processes and things, that the E4 trauma method is the number one modality and process that I've seen people go from knowing the truth to actually living the truth. There's a moment that happens in the E4 trauma method that is true transformation. And we're going to get into that. Okay. So if you're somebody that is dealing with feeling stuck, if you're somebody who is dealing with maybe feeling hopeless at times, or maybe has anxiety at times, maybe you're dealing with, you know, a health issue, or maybe you're dealing with just straight up loneliness. Maybe you're going through a financial crisis, or you don't like your job anymore. You're ready to take that leap, but you just don't know how, and you're afraid. Maybe you're in a relationship that is having ups and downs, or maybe even dysfunctional, or maybe true codependency. No matter what you're going through, what I want you to know is that this, I want to deliver a conversation right here of something that potentially could transform your life and give your life back truly and truly from my heart to yours. And it is the conversation of the E4 trauma method. So this is going to be a little series I'm doing because I want to give this to you and to the world so that people can really understand what it is and what is possible for them through the process. Obviously, we deliver E4 trauma method through New Thought Global Society, and we train uh, facilitators and practitioners and coaches how to you know, use the process on their clients. And we've had a lot of success. The people that I share about in this uh, podcast, I've changed their names because for confidentiality, but I do have a few stories of incredible transformation. And, you know, so for me, I remember the day that I, I actually came up with the E4 trauma method. It was years and years in the making. And what happened is one day I thought, you know what? I want to sit down because I'm a total visionary. Like my, my genius is taking all the spiritual work of all the masters and all of our lineage and putting it into processes. That's what I love to do. I think there's a huge difference about knowing the truth versus living the truth and getting to the core. And I got obsessed with, okay, I had been in self-development and uh, spiritual journey for, for, I don't know, it was probably like 15 years before I really sat down with this process. And I sat down and it's been 25 years in the making, right? So I've been, I sat down one day and I thought, okay, I want to really think about what are we actually doing in spiritual development? What are we doing in spiritual awakening? What are we doing in leadership? What is, what are the core principles that we deal with? What is the foundation and what are the real key factors in all of it? And I began to sit down. I remember I was at my desk. I'm positive. I had a cup of coffee because I do like coffee. I actually turned on some mantras and I lit a candle and I actually went around and did some incense around my home. And I, I began to pray as I you know did spiritual mind treatment, not to a man in the sky, but just 
knowing truth in my own consciousness, embodying my highest self, calling in my highest version of myself. And as I walked around my room, I just felt this knowing that what was going to come out of me at that desk that night would for sure change my life. I don't know if I really thought about it changing other people's lives. Of course, I had the intention of impacting people's lives, but I was really seeking to, to reveal thyself. Like that was my intention and all that it wasn't to become a doctor of divinity or train, you know, thousands and touch hundreds of thousands of lives. That was like a side effect. My true obsession was knowing thyself, revealing thyself. And as I walked around my house that night, I just had this knowing. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready, higher self. I'm ready, true self, to reveal the secret. Like truly, like I had watched the secret. I had watched a documentary. I had manifested a bunch of stuff and was still not fulfilled, or I wasn't able to manifest things. And I thought something was wrong with me. And I asked. And as they say, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall open, right? And so as that incense burned, I, I placed it on the side of the sink so that it wouldn't make a mess and let it burn out. And I went and proceeded to sit down at my desk and kind of mind map out what was really going on in the spiritual journey. And I came to recognize, of course, that it's really just energy and frequency and the subconscious mind, the universal mind and everything. And the creative process of how we create, of how our consciousness informs our subjective and subconscious mind and how that is one with universal law and how all of our limitations are at a soul level in our DNA, in the epigenetics. And recognizing that every last drop of discord or dis-ease or disharmony came down to one thing and one thing only, and it was trauma. And so I thought, okay, so let's take a look at trauma and trauma processes. And began to map out all the different processes. And there's some incredible processes out there for sure. But there was a missing link in all of them for me. Trauma work in general neutralizes whatever is triggering somebody, whether it be PTSD, whether it be, you know, um, all the different aspects of trauma. Trauma can play out in, you know, anxiety in people, PTSD, um, you know, getting triggered in relationships, all the stuff that we know. But there was a missing link because trauma minus emotion equals wisdom. And so I realized that what actually was the next step of trauma was to birth that wisdom out of the trauma, to be able to know the divine action and inspired action to take in whatever area it is that someone is dealing with. So they get to the next level because the goal is not just about not to get triggered, you know, the goal is to be an enlightened, empowered spiritual being and use all of our, all of the suffering, all of that discord for the intelligence so that we can be the cause and be the leader and, and bring neutrality to the world around that issue. So I sat down and I began to map out the four steps of E4 trauma method. And the first I knew we needed to go into experiencing it, 
re-experiencing it in regression. And the first E is experience. You've got to go back and actually be in that mental picture, be in that, that moment, that traumatic incident. And let me tell you, that is not easy. When I first began to go into regression and go back into the rape I had at 15, go back into the stillborn experience I had having a full-term stillborn at the age of 22, that was not easy. That was the hardest work I had ever done in my life, which is really spiritual warrior. That's why we call it being a spiritual warrior is because this work and trauma work and E4 trauma method is the hardest work you'll ever do in your life because it's like going back to the hardest things that ever happened to you. So the first step is going back in. I realized that I was okay. I got to go back in. I began to go inside and go back into traumatic instances and just go in there. And I was like, I trusted, I trusted that, that spirit, my higher self was going to guide me in delivering what I was praying for, which was the answers, the answers to the secret, the answers, the key to unlock that final aspect of myself that would really unlock the truth of who I am. And so I began to sat down and go into reverie and experience, experience the trauma, experience all of it, going even into past lives, going into everything, going into the darkest of the darkest of anything in my soul, anything in my memory. And the next thing I realized was I couldn't put any meaning on it. I, I, I knew through, you know, different, different programs and just coming to the truth that it's the meaning making machines that we are right. That, that generates what we create in life. It's we get to create whatever it's perspective. Right. And that's, that's a non-evaluation, not putting a limited story around it, not judging, not doing any of that, just witnessing as we know in the power of now, and we know in all these things, right? So non-evaluation, no meaning, no, nothing, no backstory, no, nothing. Because it was, I would, I would go in there as beginning to go into, you know, a dark, dark moment, going back into when I had my stillborn and going back into that. And I realized that as soon as I put meaning on it, poor me, I'm alone, you know, no one cared. I was all alone in that mortician's, you know, basement room. I would begin to feel sad and begin to energize it again. And the moment that I just was there, in the regression, in the re-experiencing of it, I was able to fully feel it. So then I realized step three, which was emotions. And in the Vedas, it states as it is. And so when we fully feel our emotions, we're able to fully express them. It's in this repressing of emotions that they impinge upon the body. The body keeps the score, right? So I realized step three was emotions, but emotions fully feeling them again without suppressing them, without putting meaning around them, without anything, just fully being with the emotions. And as I began to do that, I was able to fully cry for the first time without any resistance, without any meaning, without anything. And it was really awkward because I don't think I'd ever in my entire life experienced having an emotion without putting a meaning around it, without suppressing it, without making it wrong that I was being sad. And I just fully sat there and let the tears roll down my cheeks for the very first time. And then all of a sudden, 
I realized, I realized the decisions I had made in that moment. I realized that I decided I'm alone. I realized that I decided, I decided some good things. Of course, I decided that I was going to go on my spiritual journey, but I also decided in that moment that I was alone and that I was unlovable and that love leaves and abandons. And I realized that that was playing out in my life forever, like puppet strings in my life, those commands, those decisions. And I realized I began to go back into other kind of traumatizing things and the decisions that I made, like when I was a little girl and my parents had gotten divorced and my dad came back to visit. And as he was leaving, I began to get really hysterical. It was another traumatic incident. And as he drove off, I realized I'd made the same decision. I was like, I'm unlovable. Something's wrong with me and love abandons and leaves. And I realized that that command, that decision, that identity had been playing out in my life forever. It played out into the relationships that I had. I'd pick people that were unavailable that would abandon so that I could have that same story, that same identity over and over again. And so as I was sitting at my desk going through this process, I realized, holy cow, the fourth step is enlightenment. The fourth step is realizing that I created my own jail cell. I created my own limitations. I created my own false identity in that moment. And in that fourth step, I also realized that in enlightenment, I get to make a new declaration. I get to decide and know that's not the truth. I'm not alone. I am love. And love never abandons because I don't abandon. I don't abandon myself. And I don't abandon anybody on this planet. I love everybody unconditionally. I can decide, decided that in that moment. And so as I went through the E4 trauma process, I began to go, holy cow, it's like staring me straight in the face that there was something so huge here, that it was not just about ending the triggers you know, or ending the PTSD. It was so much more than that. Trauma was the thing. Trauma was the thing that was actually bonding and bounding my, my epigenetics. Like this is what they've proven in science that trauma, the tags from trauma is actually comes all the way in your lineage. You're born into trauma. You have all kinds of tags from things that have happened in your past life that is actually strangling. They actually show in epigenetics that actually the tags on your DNA from trauma actually kind of strangle it, like twists it even more and condenses it, which means you have less perspective. You have more of a divided perspective. You have more limitations. You're not as able. You have reactions. You have energetic ties. As they say, we project and it reflects all of it. It's like a mirror of these limitations. And so as we begin to do the E4 trauma method, we began to loosen the bounds on our DNA. It begins to expand and we're able to read our DNA more. We're able to have a grander perspective. We're able to be more able. We're able to do all that. We also have from our trauma and the commands, we have what's called engrams that are actually neurological, you know, um, tags as well, if you will, not tags, I don't think that's the correct um, thing there, but engrams are a neurological encoding rather that provides a physical persistence in memory. Engrams are linked and persist hierarchically via triggers or commands. So in order for the mind to process all information, it has to collapse events and experiences into categories so that it recalls incidents by association. So for example, 
then anytime I got into a relationship, my, my subconscious mind, uh, my engrams, everything heuristically would say love equals pain and abandonment. Love equals being alone. And it just says, and the universe says, and so it is right. It just plays out with perfection, like the play of life, like all of it. And so in general commands, the statements of limited beliefs that we say about ourselves and others and life in these moments of traumatic incidences, spiritually, emotionally traumatic incidences, commands are created during the trauma incidences in a high negative state that impress upon the subconscious mind and go into the automated programming of the individual. An example would be if someone had an emotional trauma linked to the abandonment within the realms of relationships, their subconscious mind would automatically have the person believing that they will be abandoned every in every relationships. Okay. So spiritually, our DNA has a memory of all traumas of our lineage of all lifetimes. And in science, epigenetics is suggesting that our inherited traumas impact our DNA expression. Okay. So examples of commands, commands can be like, I'll never trust again. I can't do this. I'm never enough. I don't matter. I will always be alone. Something's wrong with me, right? Commands about others might be like, they don't care. They're mean. They lie. Nobody will be there for me. Everyone leaves. Commands about life might be like, life never works out. Life hurts. Life sucks. I don't want to live. Life is scary. Life is hard. And so the point of all this is, is that what if, what if I were here to say that I want to deliver to you the key to the secret of unlocking your true self, of truly getting yourself, of truly being able to just be like, I can do it or I don't have to do it. I can be totally at free will. And um, I, I have witnessed over and over and over again, clients who have done the E4 trauma method, their lives completely transforming. It's, it's so fascinating because we'll have, we have women and a few men, we mostly have women in New Thought Global and Society we have, you know, we love the men that are in there as well, of course. Um, and, but we literally will see people completely look different within a few weeks of being in society and doing the work. There's people that they don't even look like the same human being. They look five, 10 years younger They're They just completely look like, a, I mean, their, their entire essence is different. So I'm going to tell you a couple of stories and just so you know, the names that I'm using are different than their real names to hold anonymity. So we had someone come in, her name was Mary, and she had been coaching for years. She had done a ton of work. You know, she thought she had, you know, done all of her limited beliefs and all this stuff. And when she came in, uh, she was kind of like uncomfortable in her own skin, right? She kind of would dance around every time she was in, in class online on Zoom. And she would kind of be a little bit like she'd be giggling all the time, like almost like an uncomfortable giggle, you know? And um, as I began to witness her over the course, first of all, she looked like a different human being. Like literally she would, her confidence, her, her embodiment in her own body was, she was present with herself. And we, and also her business, like she was very sporadic in her business prior to, and as she began to do E4 trauma method, she began to have way more consistent. Like, she's like, I like finally hit my 10,000 a month uh, goal. I am getting clients consistently. I'm able to, you know, not get overwhelmed or 
think that I'm not good enough to do all this, her confidence began to rise. She began to, you know, be able to just really thrive. It's just so beautiful. Um, I stated also in my book, uh, cause it just sticks with me. There was a gentleman who was a top, uh, he was a financial advisor and he would make a lot of money, lose a lot of money. He would like, it was just this war zone when it came to money. And when he came to me and we began to do the E4 trauma method, he realized through one of his, um, because when people come for money, we don't try and figure out where it came from in the realm of money. Like where was a traumatic incident that happened around money? That's not the case, right? It's actually, we begin to get into any traumatic incident because it's all linked together. So he began to pull up a traumatic incident and it was when he was a little boy and he lived in Colombia, and he actually remembered this traumatic incident. He had actually witnessed somebody being murdered in Colombia over money. And he decided his command in that was that you can die over money. And so it played out like a theme of his life, like puppet strings in the back of his and life. And he just always is this war zone uh, around money. He'd get it. He'd, he'd feel like he had to conquer or he was going to die if he didn't get it. And once he got it, then he'd like have it taken away. It was like this big, like battle all the time. And as he did the E4 trauma method, all that went away. He actually, you know, came to me after wrote me a great, amazing thank you letter stating how his life just had been so much more peace around his business and making money and being able to, you know, begin to save it and just begin to have peace around the relationship with money. So I say these stories because what I'm going to be doing in this series uh, of E4 trauma method is breaking down the different areas of our life, right? E4 trauma method is not just for people that want to make money. It's not just for people who want to have success as a coach. Um, it really is. We're going to dive into uh, relationships because, and into disease or health issues, rather, we're going to dive into uh, loneliness and into anxiety and into, um, you know, all different aspects in the conversation around trauma, because no matter what you're dealing with, no matter if you're dealing with um, struggling with making a decision to move, you're feeling stuck in a dead end job, whether you are feeling lonely and, and you just can't find the friends and the new circle that you want, whether you're feeling hopeless or, you know, that you're feeling stuck, or maybe you're even having mental health issues, or maybe you're dealing with real addiction or codependency or whatever's going on. The point is, is that trauma really is the key. And in fact, um, I also worked with another client. She, she was, um, she actually had, was having major health issues. She's having, she was having rashes on her body and having chronic kind of low energy and she was gaining weight. And what's interesting because most coaches might think, you know, what's in your diet and what do you need to do to get more disciplined in your working out and things like that. But this wasn't the case. And when people come to me, we're going to the core, we're going, it's kind of like, imagine there's a, a field and in the field, we're farmers that want to plant truth and be able to plant what we want to manifest in life. Right. But there's weeds all in the, the ground. And so if we plant a, a seed of what we want to manifest, 
it won't work because the weeds are going to take it over and it's going to suffocate and die and it won't be able to bloom. So what we're doing at E4 Trauma Method is we're getting all those, um, all the weeds out of your garden, if you will, out of your subconscious mind. Our core work is to get out of the way. So when that client came, we'll just call her Stephanie. Stephanie came and she was having rashes. She was having really low energy and she was gaining weight. And she had tried every diet under the sun and she had tried and tried and failed and failed. And she knew there was something deeper. She knew that there was something spiritually going on. So we began to go into E4 trauma method and the traumatic incident that came up was a rape. And in that rape, uh, one of her commands was I'll never love again. I'll never trust again. And in this, what she realized was her body gaining weight was a, a defense mechanism to keep her safe. And, and the rashes came out of that and the low energy came out of that because in that she was, she made her subconscious made it made sure that she wouldn't be able to go out and put herself in any kind of unsafe place, which she considered unsafe. And so as we began to neutralize and have her reveal this in the moment that she realized that she decided that she'll never love again and that she can't trust anyone and that she will be safe in a bad way, right? Like in a declaration of I'll stay safe uh, in that I won't let anybody in. In fact, I'll stay so safe that I make sure no one wants to get in, right? So in that moment, she began to have higher energy. She began to realize that she could get out, that she was safe. And over time, she began to, her health began to, um, to really equal out and she began to have higher energy and she began to lose weight. And so the point is that trauma plays into all aspects of our life. So we're going to dive deep into some, um, a series on this. And, um, and the thing is, is that, you know, most people that listen to my podcast are pretty much obsessed with spirituality, with consciousness, with understanding how manifestation works. And so my invitation is, even if I'm going to do a series, say on addiction, um, because I'll be doing them a bunch on different things, how to, you know, how it's playing out in your relationships, how trauma is playing out in um, your sadness or feeling stuck or anxiety and things like that. But also be getting things like addiction. Even if you're not dealing with addiction, I would bet that you have someone in your life that's dealing with addiction, right? So it really helps to understand all perspectives of trauma so that you will understand all of life. And when you understand what, why people are doing what they're doing, then it frees you up so that you're not judging people so that you can fully understand that the narcissist is really just reacting out of their own trauma, their own division of not trusting the world and being self-centered and manipulating people because they fear people because they've been through trauma, right? When you understand trauma and how it's playing out with people in their health, you will stop judging them to say, wow, why, aren't, why are they eating so much junk when they know it's not good for them? And you're going to be judging instead. When you understand it's coming from trauma, you can have more compassion and be able to understand why someone does something that's sabotaging themselves, right? or why they're still having chronic illness when they're eating well, right? It doesn't, it's not about changing um, 
out there or changing the body. It's about being enlightened. And that's what trauma does. Trauma enlightens. It enlightens. And what E4 trauma method, the, the result of, of E4 trauma method is enlightenment. Transform your trauma, transform your life. Really dive into the deepest, darkest parts of your soul. And that's being the guru. The guru is taking the dark to the light. That's what trauma work does. It takes all that negative charge, negative, dark incidences. It takes it to the neutral zone, into the God zone, into the zero zone. And then we get to declare something out of it. We get to go into that positive declaring something in positive polarity that we bring to the world, our highest version of ourselves. Trauma minus emotions equals wisdom. So I am so incredibly excited to dive into the series of E4 trauma method, really, truly transform your trauma, transform your life, the path to enlightenment. Let's do this thing. Have a beautiful day. You guys share this with a friend and please, would you please give a review on this? I know, you know, so many of you guys watch this and not as many people have given reviews. Please do me the favor, give a review, um, share it with a friend. It's super important to get this work out to the world. Okay. It's not just about you. The more you give and serve others, the more you will receive from the universe, you guys. And thank you so much for all the reviews that you guys have given. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May you live your truth. And if you're interested in, in, uh, having getting joined one of our programs to get E4 trauma method and learn how to self-process. You can do that. You can also learn how to facilitate and get certified in E4 trauma method. Okay. You can go to uh, society.com S O U L C I E T E.com. Or you can find me on all social media as Dr. Aaron.tv D R E R I N.tv. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to society.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations, and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.